0: What makes a REPL a REPL? Does your language have a REPL? Does LanguageX have a REPL? My name is Eric Normand, and I help people thrive with functional programming. So there's a lot of debate on Twitter right now about whether Node has a REPL or Python has a REPL. And I see a lot of Lispers, closureists, you know, common Lispers schemers, um, replying and telling them no, it's not really a REPL. And there's a lot of outcry from both sides and are this Lispers just being smug like they always are? Or do you know, do they have a point? They can't explain themselves, but you know, I, I use the, the Python prompt all the time. Like isn't that a REPL? What what makes a REPL anyway? Okay. So I don't wanna get into semantics. I don't wanna talk about what makes a REPL. Like it's not about a list of features like oh if a REPL can do XYZ, if it can reload code in a running server, or whether it's got a prompt or a printer. I don't wanna I don't wanna go into those details because I mean, it might be important, but it doesn't interest me. Okay? They can hash that out. other people can. What I want to talk about is the qualitative difference in the workflow between languages with but I mean let me let me just be very, very clear <laughs> between Lisps <laughs> and everything else. Okay, there might be other languages with good repls. Okay, I'm not trying to, um, I'm not trying to be so strict that it's only Lisps have good repels. Um, but I'm just not familiar with the other languages. You could say Forth has a repl. I don't know. I've never done it. I've never seen someone program in fourth, so I, I can't really say. Smalltalk has a really good interactive development. Is it a REPL? I don't know. I've never used Smalltalk. I can't really say. Okay. So, what I'm saying is what makes Lisp special versus all the languages that I've tried? So, I'm talking about Java. Java now has something they call a REPL. JavaScript has. They call it a REPL. Python has a REPL. Um, Ruby has a REPL. Haven't done much Ruby, but I can I'm I've seen it. I can kind of generalize about it. What is the difference? Okay. That's what I want to get into. I don't want to mince words. Um, not saying that XYZ language that I've never used doesn't have a REPL. It's not about like You could have a. What I want to talk about is this qualitative difference in in the workflow. Okay, from what I've seen in some languages versus what's very common in Lisp. Okay, that's what I'm trying to talk about. Okay, here's the difference. Lisp, in in, when you're programming in Lisp, you've got enough experience right you have to be good enough at Lisp but people execute code at in the REPL continuously. I'm talking about if they're deep in it they're they're executing their code like every ten seconds. They type something in, execute. Type something in, execute. Type something in, execute. Okay, this, It's a very, very interactive experience of, of programming in Lisp. This is what we call REPL-driven development, just to give it a name, that you're very involved in this running system where you're writing some code and then executing it, seeing what it does, doing a little experiment. Does my code even compile right now? Um, it's it's very similar to um, what I've seen in like the Ruby community because they they're really good at this. is TDD, test driven development, where you make a change, you run your tests. You make a change, you run your tests. You make a change, you run your tests. The difference is the tests are you know this giant suite of tests, um, and in the Repl, it is. Uh, A live system with all your code loaded, and you're now compiling or executing one small piece again or a large piece, you know, depending. You can execute different sizes of things. So it's not running tests, right? It is uh, executing whatever code you want to execute. Usually it's what you're working on. So you're editing a function, recompile the function, editing a function, recompile a function. Did that do what I need to do? Let me let me test this function out myself manually. Oh yeah, that's right. And let me add a little bit to the function, compile it. You know, so there's a lot of stuff going on back and forth between you and the uh, and the REPL. So what I think the difference is, I can't boil it down to features, you know, like if you had this, then it's a REPL and REPL driven development is possible. But what I can say is that Lisp REPLs are designed for that. They are designed for this back and forth continuously like 10 second increments of of feedback. They've been optimized for that for the past 60 years. That's the difference. Okay. It's 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 not this feature or that feature it's that any sharp edges any obstacles have been removed right so just as an example uh, in enclosure closure was designed to execute one expression at a time so if you're in a file it's, you know it's the first expression gets executed then the second one then the then the next one then the next one then the next one, then the next one which is very similar to me typing in the expression, send it to the REPL. Type in the next expression, send it to the REPL. It goes through the same code paths. Right? So your production code is running the same way as if you were typing it in at a REPL. There it's not like this thing bolted on where we Make a, um, a little loop that has a prompt that prints a prompt and then can execute a thing, you know, so that you can try something out every now and then. It is designed that way. And so the difference really is that I see, like, I, when I'm using Python, when I, when I have to code something in Python, I will often be coding and say, huh, how does this thing work? And so I go to the terminal, I launch Python. And I type a, a thing or two in, and sometimes that answers my question, and I'm done. Right. And I close Python and I go back to my code. This is too 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 slow. It's too infrequent. It's a qualitative difference that once you're doing this very often and things are just working. You're sending back and forth, and you're getting lots of information about how your code is running all the time. It's a totally qualitative difference. So, myself, other lispers I talk to, when we try to do a REPL driven flow in Python uh, or in JavaScript or what, what have you, um, we run into roadblocks and obstacles, and we have to do workarounds. Um, like, how do you load the code in my project into Python, into the REPL? How do you do that? I don't, I, you know, uh, the years and years I've used Python, I've never figured out how to do that, right? Um, there's probably a way, right? It's like load file or something. Okay, great. Load the file. Okay, what functions are available? Uh, what, how do I do that? It's, it's, it's not clear, right? It's probably possible. It's it's uh, it's not streamlined to be used that way. Um, likewise with JavaScript, how do I? Okay, I just made a change in my file. How do I get it into the REPL? I don't even mind, you know, copy-pasting or whatever. But this file was required by this other file, so how do I get the changes to propagate through the require statement? Like it's it's just not it's not clear how to do that whereas in closure that's the default code executes in a namespace and so you run this code in that namespace it will replace you know this code replaces the old code the old function and it's just the way it works and it's part of the semantics of it it's not a trick it's not some like you know some Software that like will figure that out for you. It's just you just do it and it works. So I'm saying what I'm saying is it's not that it's impossible. It's that it just hasn't been streamlined. Um, I'd love to see someone write out. Oh, well, here's how you do it in Python. It is that easy. Eric, you're wrong. I'd love to see see someone do that. Um, so please, if that's you, if you know how to do this, come on, bring it on. Let's let's get REPL driven development going in Python. I just haven't um I just haven't seen it and I've tried and I couldn't do it. Uh, right. So that's that's what I that's what I think is important about REPLs. Uh it's not a list of features. Um, there's no like bar to get over. It's more of a qualitative difference in workflow and usage. And Lispers have always been doing this uh, since Lisp was invented. Um, and there's a lot of history behind that. And I don't want to go into that right now. But Lispers have always been about fast feedback with the running program. And other languages aren't designed that way. They just aren't. They're designed to be like th- th- given to an interpreter, like a file given to an interpreter, not an individual expression run at the prompt. And so I just think that that, that little design decision, that little change in, in the in the outlook and the design does have a big effect down the line. When you're actually talking about a developer in a workflow, and that's the difference. All right, please go to lispcast.com/podcast if you want to find the past episodes, links to subscribe. Um, you can get audio, video, and text versions, and you can find ways of contacting me. I'd love to hear that you figured out. How to do REPL-driven development in Node, for instance, that'd be awesome, or in Python or Ruby, that'd be awesome. I'd love it. I'd share it with with everyone I know, okay? Because I love REPL-driven development. I think it's uh, it's amazing. Um, but I uh, I'm waiting for you. All right. See you later.